Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. Welcome to Barbecue Nation with JT and Leanne After Hours, the conversation that continued after the show was done. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Hall of Famer Leanne Whippen. You know, some people might say he says Hall of Famer every time. If you knew what it took to get into the Hall of Fame, Leanne deserves those accolades every time I mention her name. A lot of sweat and tears. Yeah. But (laughs) I don't call her up and go, hey, Hall of Famer. I save it for the show. So (laughs) I call her other names when we're just talking on the phone or whatever. And they're all nice. They're nice. They're nice. Mm -hmm. Like that. But like I said, we have Tori Campbell with us from Felton and Mary's Artisan Foods. Um, Quick backstory there. Uh, I didn't put two and two together. I golf tournament, a benefit tournament I play in in portland every year two years in a row i've won the sauces and and i knew about campbell's his grandfather's and grandmother's restaurant and then i met tori at uh, oregon state last fall and i took my slow ass brain a while to put all three together but here he is so and he has been kind enough to submit to the after hours uh abuse so uh we thank you for that all right um let's start out with something easy here. If Leanne declared you supreme ruler of barbecue for one day, what would you as supreme ruler decree, Tori? Um, hmm. <laughs> that all people cook their slow smoked meats with applewood. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, That's like fair that. enough. That's fair enough. Do you remember what the first thing was you ever grilled, barbecued, or smoked? Oh, man, that's a good Not one. Not what your grandpa did, but what you did. Yeah, what I did, yeah. I think I modified like a little hibachi, a little grill in, in, in college. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was <laughs> hankering for it. So I like put the, um, I modified it so all the heat would be on one side. Yeah, yeah. The propane and so and foil and try to protect the meat. And I think I grilled some chicken that day. Uh, that's great. In, in our apartment complex. And people were like, what is that smell? That is so good. And it was me. Uh-huh. I was fighting it because, you know, the temperature was horrible. But uh-huh. I, I really craved barbecue that day. We did that. We had a little, um, there was a walkway. And we, uh, my senior year lived on the second floor. And those apartment complexes aren't there. I, I looked for them. Last fall when I was down there, they're long gone. But uh, we had, the, you know, a covered walkway. And I had a little hibachi out there that people would actually have to kind of walk around because we were the second apartment on the floor. And there was like 20 of them on that floor, you know, and they'd have to walk around it. But I would cook out there. Um, made a lot of friends that way. Sure. Okay. So um, 
if we put your skills, your barbecue skills, your cooking skills, your marketing skills, got to put them all together now, Tori. Uh, if we put your skills to music, what would the music be? Oh, man. I would be like some Thelonious Monk jazz. It'd be very phonetic. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a, it'd be a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, you you could tell it you know, that I'm skilled, but you can see there's a lot of art. Like I don't know where this brother's going with it, but I, I think it's gonna turn out okay. And I got it. I, I got it. it well. I, I like that. I like that. How much uh, uh, barbecue do you eat on a regular basis? And use a scale from one to ten. I would say we're probably at a seven. So obviously the Northwest, the weather is not always conducive, but we push through. Yeah. Uh, we try to barbecue year round. That's yeah. just that's to it. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um you consider yourself a barbecue pit master, a master at any level? I would say master in that I have have able to own what our family did and what we offered. Yeah. Um, I don't do competitive barbecuing. So in that regards, I wouldn't say that that defines what mastery means to me. But uh -huh. knowing what my grandfather delivered consistently, how my grandmother plated it, I, I believe I have that and own that. Sure. Um, what's the dumbest thing that you've ever done with a a grill or a barbecue? True, oh, conf man. true, con true confessions here, Tori. Yeah, I mean, just the classic keeping it on way too long to you know trying to make some burn ins and they just were burnt. <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> just all the juice and just it's just the it mush and no no nothing to it. You know, like that was a little too long, brother. You know, you need to yeah. take it an hour earlier. So I think something like that. It's kind of like you put something on the grill and you go in and you're watching the football game or something and you kind of forget about it. You know, mm -hmm. and by the time halftime comes around, you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> you can go out there and it's like this yeah. charred, nasty, yeah. looking, uh, nasty looking thing. Um, what's the worst thing about owning your own food business? Um, I think the you're always in the back of your mind thinking about the what ifs, right? Cause this is, you, you, there's food safety, you work with a co-packer, but there's just always things that could happen, you know, with food uh -huh. and yeah. transportation of it, shelving, you, you know? And so I think that um, that oftentimes is difficult. It's never just sell it and you're done. <laughs> you're, uh -huh. There's always that you have to be conscientious. Obviously you keep your, your insurance high yeah, um, and you, and you want to think about the, the end user and what their experience is with your product. And so I think that's, for me, oftentimes the most frustrating and the thing that in all of it, obviously there's just the grind of business, right? Making sure things pencil. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just life. But I think that piece oftentimes tends to be more looming um, and ominous at times. Well, when you're doing, whether it's sauces, rubs, whatever, it's not really an inert object. It's mm -hmm. a consumable. Yeah. And so there's always that little if you allow me gut twist when you're doing that and you're putting it out there to the world, uh, I think as time goes on and you become more and more confident, some of that apprehension goes away a little bit, but it's still there deep yep. inside. It's still there. Um, if you were going to tell somebody 
what's what's good about barbecue? Why why should people try barbecue that have never tried it before? And and honestly, there are people that have never yeah. tried barbecue before, or they've had something that's prepackaged out of Safeway that is not even close to barbecue. I would say two things. Uh, the first is barbecuing as a culinary skill. As you know, it opens up so much more mm-hmm. that you can enjoy in terms of meats. I think there's so many cuts of meats that people just pass over because they're like, it's too tough. Uh, I've never heard of that. What, what would you do with that? And it's something that's really beautiful that indirect heat, you know, low and slow for two or three hours to tenderize even the toughest cuts of meat, open you up to things you have never even thought were palatable, enjoyable. I would say that's the, for me, that's the the first and foremost thing. Um, And I think second is the communal aspect to it. There are very few foods that um, are really about inviting people over to hang out. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mean, unless you want to have it ready for them when they get there and eat and then they leave. But barbecue oftentimes is you come over, I'm going to put it on. Or it's on right now, but we got two more hours, seven more hours. So let's get out the biz whiz, the Uno. Let's, you know, let's open up some suds. Let's enjoy life together. And I feel like that's another real cool element to barbecuing that um, I know our family has always loved. And it is a huge thing for people. Absolutely. Um, do you describe yourself as corn fed or grass fed? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what to say about both of those. That's a good one. Can you define those? I feel like I'm doing on spelling bee. Can you put that in a sentence? Please? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, let's put it in a question. <laughs> you know you're corn fed if you are blank. Oh, man. Almost corn fed feels like you really from the country, perhaps, you know? Like, oh, yeah. A, that would be my guess. But yeah. um, I would say I'm probably grass fed just because I've grown up in an urban environment. Um, but I don't mind getting down on some corn because of so much of what my grandparents modeled for me. of like the beauty of, oh yeah, you know, rural community, agricultural life. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm a city boy. <laughs> okay. Boxers or briefs? <laughs> um, briefs. Okay. Um, have you ever cooked in a thunderstorm in your underwear? <laughs> now, I didn't write these specially I for you. It. This I is the weekly oh, man. challenge. Oh, I haven't. I've been, no, I've never done that. I've chased a raccoon out of my backyard trying to kill my chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that was a hell of a sight. It was. My wife's like, get in the house. You don't, you don't have anything on. I'm like, they got my chicken. I got to get it. <laughs> <laughs> we should uh we should hook him up with chris lily so they yeah 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 um what do you what uh, barbecue skill or culinary skill tori took you the longest to be comfortable with and and master yeah um it was definitely going to be that brisket you know i think just the time that it takes and there's some critical moments where you have to be mindful of, you get the bark, you want to tenderize it, whatever, let it stay, let it take it off. The importance of taking it off and and letting it rest, like the chemistry and all those things, you know, Mm -hmm. just season it, put it on seven hours are done, 12 hours are done. Like there, there are things you're looking for along the way. And 
in that patience. Mm-hmm. How said, long? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said the patience to sit through all of it and be conscientious that something's happening there. <laughs> there is a reaction mm-hmm. happening in this moment. That's why God let us invent beer mm-hmm. for those long days. Um, how long did it take you to learn not to peek under the the lid? Oh man, yeah, right. If you're looking, you're not cooking. Um, I think it took me a few years, only because I wasn't sure of the kinds of you know. I use like the Weber's, just stuff in the backyard. That's one thing yeah. I always try to model to our customers is. A lot of good barbecue can happen in your backyard. So you just got to get familiar with your your tools and mm-hmm. how your heat works. And so for me, that it took a few years, even about a year or so to figure out how my smoker would, would work. And so that meant I was peaking more than I should be at times. Okay. All right. That's an honest answer. Uh-huh. Um, if you could work with one of your barbecue heroes, who would it be? Oh, man, that's a great one. Honestly, you know, my grandfather passing, I, I would love to work with him again. I think now that I'm the age that I am, I appreciate what he did and mm-hmm. model. And I would love to just talk, cut meat, <laughs> make sausages yep. and using his grinder. Like those are really uh, yeah. moments for me that I would love to have back. There's so much. I don't think you appreciate that when you're 10 years old. I mean, you enjoy being with your grandpa, but totally. when you but when you get a little older and you've got some wisdom and experience, and then you could really go back because you're trying in your brain. This is me. Uh, you're trying to remember what your grandpa said or your dad said, and they're they're gone. And you're what uh, you know, and because uh, there was pearls in there, I guarantee well, you, there was pearls. Yeah, we take that pork trim, and he say, "I'm gonna he'd cut it off the you know the spare rib." He's, "I'm gonna use that for the sausage." And he knew the blend and the texture of making. So that's a great example of something that I made with him. That I'm like, man. And he had this um this breakfast sausage. It was like sage and flavor profile. And even to this day, my family's like, "Tori, if you can nail that, yeah. <laughs> you know, that will take you to the next level." Um, so I wish I could just have him here and we could do that together. Oh, there you go. So what is a uh, Tori Campbell's best day look like as far as activities? That's great. Um, I love my family. So I have three kids um, and my wife. My, my wife and actually celebrated our 23rd wedding anniversary. Oh, in December. Uh, so family is huge for me. Just spending time with them in the morning. Um, I also I love I have a motorcycle. So my, my dad and brother uh, and brother-in-law will ride sometimes. So if I can get a ride in, that would be great. Obviously, that's spring and summer in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And um, just being in the backyard, too. Uh, I keep bees. I try. <laughs> uh-huh. And garden, have dogs. So uh, real low-key, um, time with family, time with friends, uh-huh. able to decompress. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an introvert with social skills, so oftentimes that means having some time away just to chill out, uh, collect, be in my head it is also really uh, important to me okay what is one thing you miss about your 20s um man just that snapback physically like (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know your 20s you want to get in shape i mean just thinking about it you halfway there you know yeah (laughs) you didn't even got to go to a gym yet you just just think about it getting in shape all of a sudden things start straightening up (laughs) oh got that now i think about it and I add three pounds. I'm like, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think once once you get past that by a 
couple of miles, the brain synapses is trying to tell you, yeah, you know, think, nah, it's not working. <laughs> it's it's not working. Um, what's your favorite movie? Oh man, this is hard. I'm a sci-fi junkie. So um gosh, I knew you're gonna this is a tough one. Let's just say I love uh Star Wars trilogy. Um, okay. I can go on and on. I mean, there's so many quirky ones that I can pull up, but I'll just leave it at that. That's you can't go wrong with that one. I'll give you five dollars if you can guess Leanne's. Um, you'll never guess it. I was gonna say, um, and no, it's not Beavis and Butthead go to the mall. Oh, what's the Patrick Swayze one? Does it uh, Road Dirty Dancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going going Dirty Dancing. (laughs) Oh my God, no! I love the movie Amadeus. Amadeus. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, I, mean, I can't say that it's my absolute favorite, but when somebody asks me, that's what I tell them. It is in my top 10. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Mine is either Casablanca or The Godfather. I always thought The Godfather was uh, your introduction to business 101. What's <laughs> yeah, I like Scarface and Reservoir Dogs. They're up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great. Uh, well, this is an obvious question because of what you're wearing there, but I was going to say, are you more sweatshirts or more formal wear? Um, yeah, I'd like to be less formal if I can. Okay. I, I, can, right. I can put a suit on if I, and clean up as they say, if you need to, but <laughs> yeah, um, I think you clean up pretty good. I've <laughs> seen you. Like that. So, uh, when, uh, and what do you want to do when, and if you retire? Oh, it's great. Definitely travel um, would be important for my wife and I. My wife's El Salvadorian, so we also would love to be able to stay um, in her home country, you know, three to six months out the year if possible. Wow. Uh, Maybe even, you know, similar to my grandparents, like get to a place where the retirement bug has been, you know, satisfied and we want to do something. But we it's not because we have to, but it's out of love, whether that be on something entrepreneurial or um, giving back in, in a meaningful way um, of our time and, and energies to help the next generation. Good for you. Good for you. What's your favorite sport? Uh, favorite sport? I'd have to say football. Good man. Go Beavs. <laughs> okay. Be- this is the one that always makes people kind of go, huh? Um, what would your last meal be on death row? Um. We don't you don't have what? death row anymore. So, yeah, know. yeah. You know, I would say, I, I mean, there's so much good food out there. I would say, um, I love fruit in its season. Like when it's so, when, when it's strawberry season and that's the season, I love it. It tastes good when it's blackberry. So, I would say a, a, just a big bowl of the ripest fruit in its season at that time. That would to me would. I'd be straight. That's you, the healthiest answer we've gotten so far. That is. <laughs> I could have gone a lot of different places, y'all. I mean, I you know, chicken and dumplings. I could have had, you know, some, some beef ribs, but I do. I love fruit in that way. Well, most people are going, well, if it's my last meal, I guess I don't need to worry about my waistline. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yep. So they uh, they do that. Uh, Tori Campbell, again, um, how can people find you? Yeah. So for our food company, Um, you can find all of our products in our store. Uh, we also, too, we just got on Amazon in November. So a few of our products are there as well, if you'd like to check us out there. Cool. Great. 
Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Tori Campbell from Felton and Mary's Artisan Foods and also Oregon State University Alumni Association. Yay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, that's the connection, I got to tell you. Uh, we really appreciate it, and thank you for taking the time. I know you got to get to work, but uh, yep. uh, uh, I do. I do. And we will continue to check back with you, okay? Yeah, My pleasure. thank Thanks you for so having much. Me. Pleasure. Take care of you, too. Uh, will do. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Uh, for Leanne and myself, we'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours. So remember our motto again, turn it, don't burn it, take care. And one other thing, go out there and be kind. <laughs>